What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. Laura, what do you got? So if you guys know me, you guys know I love me some Starbucks. One time in our meeting, oh, I said, I, I really want it. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't really understand why when I would go to Starbucks and want my pink drink, they were like, sorry, we have it, but we don't have your little add-ons like your strawberries or right. if I wanted a peach yeah. green tea lemonade, they didn't have it. Well, yep, shortage. Star- what you need to know is that they have a shortage. Of what? Shortage of what? <laughs> of her drinks, specifically. Of my drinks, okay? The good drinks. Uh, no, in all honesty, they, they're why, having... Why, though? Why they're having a, a shortage? Yeah, like yeah what, what ingredient is, what is can't they get? Well, there's a shortage of, like, lids and straws, so it has a lot to do with, um, like, the companies that they affiliate themselves with, but also because Starbucks was the go-to place during covid because they had drive throughs So that's why oh, the lines are so huge. And they, I see. they were not expecting the mass rush of people that were going to go to them. And mm. on top of that, there is this craze on TikTok of complicating drinks. So they have to mix more ingredients to make the complicated drinks, which is also why it's taking longer to get some of your orders. Because people are coming into the Starbucks and saying, hey, can you do a TikTok drink? So they're using more ingredients to make these drinks, but they're also on a shortage. Wow. Uh, Can I tell you guys honestly, and I don't really remember the last time I was in a Starbucks or got a cup of coffee at a Starbucks. Seriously. Like, I really... Me neither. I drink drink coffee. I make coffee every morning at my house. And I make enough that, like, if I want to just go back later in the day and take some, put it in the microwave, whatever. But I haven't been to a Starbucks. And there's something stuck in my head. You ever watch Shark Tank? There's the one guy, Mr. Wonderful, and he says, I never go to Starbucks. Why would I spend $4.50 for a cup of coffee at a Starbucks when it costs me 25 cents at home? I'll go to Starbucks if I need to, want to, if I'm nearby. I just never do. I never go. Look, yeah, I, I'm, spend I'm, I'm not a big coffee person, per se, um, so I'm I'm not really their, their group. I don't even drink caffeine um, very often, to be honest. If I mean, it's... I can count on one hand how much caffeine I have in a year. So, oh, wow. Yeah, I, I yeah. So, I, you know, I, I, I don't drink a lot of stuff, but I do, I do see people complaining that there's not a lot of stuff, uh, mm. you know, before you started complaining right now, Laura. I mean, I, look, I had deleted the app, and then I was like, oh, Greg, do you want Starbucks? Or George, do you want Starbucks? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, let me order. So I reinstalled the app, and I, I since deleted because yeah. I've been doing really good about losing weight. So, you know what? I, I actually used to better. used to go to Starbucks for a lot. You know, LZ can attest this. When I worked in the morning, I would we would have like I would have like like their breakfast sandwich or something like that. But Shortage. coffee, never. Shortage of the breakfast sandwich. Coffee, too- no. really? honestly, mm-hmm. I for me to drink coffee. I have to have been like, like slept like two hours, like literally, and I have to work right, so I have to be able to just kind of get myself through whatever I'm trying to do. There's and a that shortage of the enough. bacon gouda sandwich. Oh uh, well, that would make sense because it's Pride Month, mm-hmm. and the and the low fat bacon sandwich is a staple in my community. Oh, mm-hmm. I love yeah. me that low fat bacon, turkey bacon. Yeah, the the, the, the muffin, it's kind of the leathery. English muffin. Oh, it's I think it's delicious. Yeah. It's leathery? Staple. You don't like turkey bacon? Oh, that's right. We had this conversation. You I don't like, like turkey, turkey bacon. bacon. It's just theirs is very leathery. I think. Yeah. You like it crispy? I prefer it crispy. Yes, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I think yeah. most people Le- prefer a crispy, crispy leathery. bacon as a per- as opposed to a limp bacon. Not to be confused. Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, all right. Oh, he just keep us on air. LZ, are you 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 were you were a Starbucks person when we worked together in the morning? Were you are you still a coffee person, like a Starbucks person? Oh, I'm definitely still a, a coffee person. Um, but you know, the Starbucks thing was simply a byproduct of our you know. Yeah, it was there preparation for the show, right? Right, right downstairs. Downstairs. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. since the pandemic, yeah. I may have been to the Starbucks five times. Right. Since yeah. last March. Yeah. Did what? Yeah. With Laura, how yeah. frequently do you yeah. go? Do I mean, but I daily? drink coffee. I drink coffee yeah. every morning. I drink two cups every morning. Um, but I don't go to Starbucks to go get it. Yeah. yeah. Lada, do you want me to give me so, give you some of uh, La Llave? Like that's that's good coffee. That's oh, strong coffee right okay, there. Okay. So the thing with me is, I didn't really drink coffee until I went back to school. Mm-hmm. And I just became mm. like this avid coffee drinker, yeah. and then Starbucks was available, <laughs> right? Drive through, you mobile order and stuff. But now that I'm not in school, I'm like I don't really care for the coffee and everything I, else. Makes I mean, me I, fat. I, I know the Gavinia family a little bit. You know what I mean? Oh, the, really? You know they got their their plant right there in Vernon. You Yo, know what I'm saying? Right down good. the street. Yeah. That coffee's good. Yeah, Are they got Don Francisco. School? Huh? Are you done with school as in graduated or just No, no, no. No, just the semester. I I could How much longer we have? I could have graduated in the fall if I booked another 18 units, but I did that last fall and worked two jobs. I'm not doing that. Yeah. So how much longer do we have? Spring 2022. There you go. Uh, we we about to throw a party. You know that, right? <laughs> right. You know that, right? Like I we're mean... going to Acapulco and we're going to turn it out. <laughs> I'm going to hold you accountable. I have and we're talking about one. the one in Downey, not the one in oh, Mexico. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't need oh, you the one in Mexico. All you need is a Damn, ticket I'd have pass. to, I'd have to redo my passport. I have, uh, my passport expired. I, haven't even, I was like, oh, it's a pandemic. I didn't get Y'all, a new passport. No, man. Get your passport. I got my passport. I got the big book, too. We can okay. No, but it's one of those things. We are it's not like, taking you to Mexico. Yeah. We can go to Puerto Rico. We don't need a passport for that. Why we we got so far though. You want to fly to Puerto Rico from LA? Do you know how far that is? I girl? know. I've never they been though. Speak that's like there. seven hours, man. Yeah, like, crazy. I've been to the Dominican Republic. It was okay. It's close. I know, but that's still like seven hours. All right, from all right, here. all right. Cabo. I mean something closer. Cabo. Okay. Okay, yeah, Santa yeah. Barbara. I'm in the Cabo. No, Cabo. Cabo's cool. Yeah. To, I'm, I'm just trying to turn up, man. Girl, what you doing? Down why Downey? I mean Downey. Acapulco. That's that's where you know what? I, met his wife. I get in trouble in San Diego and Fullerton, so oh. I get the feeling you go and get in trouble anywhere where there's a door and four walls. No, wrap. Oh <laughs> 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 really? Is it wrap time? Really? That is <laughs> what you need to know. <laughs> Trying to act like she got some limited locations where trouble happens for her. Yeah. Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. Um, now, what you need to know apparently is that Shohei Otani is the best player in baseball this year, right? Like, is that fair to say? I would say so. I mean, you we've know, heard it's... all along about guys who are five-tool players, and if you're a five-tool guy, it means you can do everything. This is a six-tool guy because on top of all the other things he can do, hitting and running and throwing and everything else, the guy can pitch, like really can pitch. Mm-hmm. So, Whose MVPs are better, our two MVPs or their two MVPs or a potential MVP in Otani? Oh, I mean, the Dodgers as a team are better, but if you're asking no. me, if you're comparing just Betts and Bellinger. Betts and Bellinger versus Trout. Versus Otani and Trout. I'd rather have Otani and Trout if we're just doing duos, yes. Cap? Well, I mean, again, it, it, <laughs> Trout's great. We got it. But it's the, kind of the same problem I've got with Matthew Stafford. It's like, He's oh, but come up, on, man! Baseball is an individual sport masqueraded as a like, team yeah. sport. Like, no, no, I got it. I'm just, I'm just saying that the only thing is, 
is that I've got this perception that as great as he has been, they haven't come close to really winning anything of significance. Right, like but we've seen right. that in baseball before, right. right? Like, Ted Williams played for the Red Sox when they were terrible. <laughs> He's he one of the greatest players to ever play. <laughs> Alex Rodriguez was won an MVP in Texas. They were an awful team. But you've seen him on good teams, and you know how valuable he is. Well, you know just, what I'm saying? I, like it's a, it's a perception thing, right? So I see Bellinger and Betts, and I see them with a championship. And I see Otani, who I think is individually the best all-around player in baseball, mm-hmm. and Trout, who's been hurt. So... Well, here, let me phrase it this way for you. If there was some reason a trade was proposed and the Angels said, we want Betts and Bellinger and we'll give you Otani and Trout, would you make that play? Would you make that move? I would not. Because? Because I would say that if you say, okay, Trout versus Mookie, that's pretty darn close. And Otani adds a new dimension which is pitching but how strongly do i feel like he's going to be able to stay healthy because in year one he was already hurt and he's already had tommy john and i'm kind of nervous about that um i think i would just stick with what i've got if i had to make that trade two on two i think i'd stick with what i had you're crazy you're absolutely nuts that's that's the (laughs) and you're a dodger fan saying right Right. There's zero chance I wouldn't make that trade immediately. Yeah. Um, like 10 times out of 10. Is, no, yeah, I'm 10 not, times I'm out of 10. It wouldn't even be a thought. I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. Done. Um, but the problem is that let's talk about Cody Bellinger for just a second. He has not been the same player that he was at the beginning of the year in 2019 or 2018. He has not been the same guy. He's gone on the injured list. He doesn't right. hit for power as much anymore. He nope. just doesn't. He's he's a strikeout home run guy. He's really not been that good offensively. Defensively, he's fantastic. Mm-hmm. He's one of the best center fielders in the entire game. But he's just not been the same guy. Mike Trout is the best player in baseball, and Shohei Otani is trying to take that away from him. Yeah, but again, um, I kind of think of Bellinger as being a guy who has come back from injury, hasn't really done much with the bat since he's back yet, Um, but I'm going to play that out just the same way I'm going to play out Mookie Betts, who last night happened to be 0 for 5, but then comes back today and goes 2 for 4. So, I mean, I know you say you you do it all day every day, and I'm just telling you that i got to think about a lot more than just what the numbers tell me. i got to think about chemistry. I've explained this. Gut guy. You know, when I scout, I use my gut. I don't use the analytics necessarily. So you think that Mike Trout coming to the Dodgers would ruin chemistry? No, of course not. I'm saying I know what I've already got. So you say you're not going to take a chance on him ruining chemistry. I guess the real question was, are you doing this deal or are you not doing this deal? And my first thought was, you know what, I'll stick with what I've got right now. And I look at the Lakers this year, and perhaps had the Lakers stuck with what they had, Maybe this season could have been very different. I was trying to tell y'all doing reagent. Y'all didn't want to hear me. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, I, I would probably make that trade. Maybe. Actually, I wouldn't. I wouldn't make that trade either, Cap. I would keep you. our guys. Yeah, really? Let's stay together. Let's, yeah, let's, let's I would keep our chemistry. guys. It is really good chemistry, man. It's really good chemistry. They click. You know what creates work. chemistry? Winning. Really? Yes. Yes. You know what I've seen teams with great chemistry win one year, and teams with great chemistry, the same dudes, be bad, not as good the next year, and all of a sudden that chemistry, not as good. Yeah. 
You know what creates losing? Um, not having any good pitching. You know, and and so while guys can put up individual uh, honors and stats, um, at some point, you know, you, maybe your chemistry is not so good because you're like organizationally, why aren't we better? Why could we have two, three, four guys all making massive amounts of money and nobody even knows we're here? Isn't that amazing. Well, but Otani doesn't make that much money. No, um, but in the case of Trout, you know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Player. It's not like this is some salary cap sport. Like, I don't think that that makes any difference, to be frank with you. Like, well, no, I'm saying that he's considered Trout the best player because he makes the most money. Who do you think Trout would want to see in a versus? <laughs> huh. I don't like, know. I don't think – I think Trout is probably the superstar in sports we know the least amount about. I know. That's why I'm sort of curious. Like, I mean, he's a he's a South Jersey Philly guy. He's an Eagles fan. So, so Bon Jovi versus Bruce Springsteen? Probably. Oh, that's, good. Is, that's exactly where that's I was going to really go. good. Yeah. You think he would actually want that, or he'll probably pick, like, some C-level personalities? I don't know. Keep I mean, is there key. anything more contemporary? He's much younger, obviously, than us, so. But you see, even Springsteen versus Bon Jovi, um, Springsteen is sort of like classic American rock, and I think of Bon Jovi as being, like, hairband classic rock. Are, but is it just Jersey versus Jersey? Is that the deal here? Yeah, just region. Region, what you may have grown up listening to. Like, we yeah. can't find, like, the members of Cinderella or anything, so I don't know if we can do that for them, but we can probably <laughs> find the rest of the guys in Bon Jovi. By the way, I, I think Bon Jovi comes in as a significant underdog, and I think he's got a legit chance to win. Oh, I don't think he comes in an underdog at all. Oh, really? I think it's a, it's a you know, it's a pick em. Oh, Really? Yeah, I also think, right, because I, I, they're also different generations to some extent and different genres. Like, I feel like Bon Jovi, both were obviously very popular in the 80s, but Bon Jovi's audience in the 80s was young people, whereas Springsteen's audience, for the most part, was probably skewing a little older because he was also popular in the 70s. Hmm. So I, I just think it just it's about it's a generational thing. Which is the better Americana song? Born in the USA or... Uh, living on a Prayer? Living on a Prayer. I like Living on a Prayer. Born in the USA is not as super-duper uber-patriotic as people think. If no, they, they just play it on the 4th of July because it says USA in it. Right. Yeah. Right. But if you listen to the lyrics, <laughs> it's not as uber-duper, no. you no. know... No, it's not. Gung-ho it's more, America as you think it is. It's more along the lines of, like, social commentary like John Cougar Mellencamp. Yeah, you know, right. Mellencamp. It is. It you is very much. It's It's kind of reminds me of, like... You remember like, during the pandemic, there was this thing on social media that people were, like, going, I'm not listening to Rage Against the Machine anymore because I, because of their so political positions. And it's like, have you listened to their music <laughs> ever? You people know what were I mean? actually like, saying that? Oh, that was a thing over the summer. Do you not know that? You don't remember that? No, I was busy marching with the people. Oh, there's that too, about. probably. Yeah. Greg and Laura and I did that t subject one day when we were doing the midday show. And it was like, really? Do you not listen to their music? How about John Cougar Mellencamp versus Brian Adams? How about so, John Cougar Mellencamp versus John Mellencamp? Ooh. Or John Cougar? Ooh, versus, 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 versus. Correct. Triple versus. Just himself. We clone him three times. Yeah, I'm going who Heart gives, of America versus Heart of Canada, you know? Who, who gets Camp Jack versus and Diane? Adam. Which version of him gets Jack and Diane? Oh, I think that's, just that's a great question. Oh, I, I mean, listen. I mean, this says John Jack Mellencamp. Feels, 
John Camp has Jack and Diane. Oh, really? Yeah, because Jack, Jack, if Jack and Diane were able to hook up, you know, J- you know, Diane feels like she likes a regular, you know, dude, and I feel like John Mellencamp is the regular dude. Certainly not John Cougar or John Cougar Mellencamp. Mm. Little Diddy, like- Jack and Diane. Such a great song. Two American kids just doing the best they can. Such a great song. So if if Otani is the player coming after the best player in baseball trophy from Mike Trout. Does that effectively means that Otani is the best player in baseball, seeing that he is the healthier one right now? Not only that, but I'll tell you why else on the other side. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This is the perfect karaoke song. It is a great karaoke. All you really need to sing is the first line. Yeah. And then the crowd's going to help you out. Right. Then everybody goes, oh, yeah, life goes on. <laughs> oh, I'm cutting that and sending it to Morales. Which part? George trying to sing. No, that was me trying to be the crowd. Oh, I was like, damn, boy, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you just hear what else he said? Is the crowd sings the rest of the song. He's like, ooh, boo, that's bad. I'm going to yeah, mock you, so though. <laughs> that was trying to be the crowd. Isn't that the move, though, when you're doing karaoke? Like, if you don't sing very well, just going around and getting other people to sing for you? That's kind of the opposite of what karaoke is yeah. supposed to be. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Like, you, like you've never been at in a big crowded bar doing karaoke, and then everyone's yes. getting into it. And you kind of go around and you just like put the microphone mm. in other people's faces so Hell they sing no. at the same time too. No, what? no, no. no. That's moment. your time. Oh, that's it's you. my you guys moment. Don't have fun. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the wrong karaoke. way to handle that. Yeah, that's I what know. you yeah. just did. No, that's <laughs> fun karaoke. All right, what's your go-to karaoke song then? Greg or uh, me? Queen. Like, yeah, who are you talking to me? Go ahead, Greg. You start us off. Yeah. Queen Bohemian Rhapsody. Get out of here. You cannot. Wow. You're not doing that. I will not sit here and let you tell me you do that whole song. I didn't say it was good. (laughs) I just said that's my go-to. No, no, no. no. That cannot be your go-to. A go-to song in karaoke means you can actually really pull this off. Oh, I can't pull any off. (laughs) Well, no. I mean, you could pull it off within reason, right? Like, you know most of the words, and the words are in front of you, so you can probably do a good job of certainly know the... Give it to the us. rhythm. Go, Greg. Go. go. There's no chance. He pulled my know. trigger. Now he's dead. Mama, life has just begun. That's Ooh. it. That's all you get. Not right. bad. I mean, that's not very not good karaoke, though. If you're only that... doing like two lines. Yeah. You know I mean? See, this is where oh, there's no you're way doing he can bad, bro. You should have kept going. Right. Thank you, but you know. See, can you sing this? Anybody can. This is a great song. That's a great to song. make you cry. But I only do this song with a crowd. Well, that's what I'm talking about. No, like a crowd, a crowd on stage with me, not like the people no. watching. Like, <laughs> yeah. See, my go-to then you go two, around. I have two go-to karaoke songs. All right, let me hear what you got. Number one is Barry White's Practice What You Preach. Ooh. And number two 
is Josh Turner's, the country singer, mm-hmm. with a really deep voice, and anything by him. Usually at this point, why don't we just dance? I love that song. Why don't we just dance? It's got a nice low voice. It's got a good little rhythm. I can move my hips a little bit, flirt with some people in the crowd. Mm-hmm. George? Oh, mine has always been Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. It takes two. Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> it's such an easy, like, hip-hop-ish rap song. Like, super easy. Wow. Like, you don't think that's an easy song to remember? Like, Well, the, I know I could pull it There's off. not a lot I know, of lyrics. I know I know every word to the song. So, for right. me, I got that. Yeah, it's not a hard... Honestly, the first verse is super easy. Everybody knows that. It's the second and maybe even the third that gets you a, that can get you. But, I mean, the first verse, everybody knows. It takes two to make the thing go right. No, that's not the verse. That's the chorus. It takes two to make it out of sight. I'm trying to get there, you know. Do, yeah. do, do, do. It takes two to make the thing go. Go ahead, George. Keep going. All right. It's, I want to rock right now. I'm Rob Bass and I came to get down. I'm not internationally known, but I'm known to rock a microphone because I get stupid. I mean outrageous. Stay away from me if you're contagious because I'm the winner. No, not a loser. To be an MC is what I choose. The ladies love me. Girls adore me. I mean, even the ones who never saw me like what? the way that I rhyme at a show. The reason why, man, I don't know. So let's go, cuz. Yeah. Uh, Come on, Laura. Yeah. It takes two to make a thing go right. I mean, the first verse is easy. After that, I get I I'd need I'd need lyrics. What's the next lyric? What's the next one though? I'm trying to think. Of what, 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 let's, how's it How's it go from there? It's something about a real funky concept or something at the beginning, and then he keeps on going. I don't know that one by concept. heart. I got an idea that I want to share. You don't like it, so what? I don't, don't care. care. I'm number one. The Uno, the like time. Bring out the suckers, cause all them I'll stop. Yeah, I mean I'm almost there. I'm I'm like close. I'm really close. You're close. You're very close. Very impressed by the both of yous. Thank you. You're welcome. Way to go, George. That's your karaoke song. Yeah. Clearly. That's impressive. He yeah. doesn't need no lines on the screen. Right. Yeah. No, I need the lines on the screen after that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. After the first verse, like, I'm, I'm, I'm out. Like, I need, I need to follow a little bit, for sure. I mean, I can keep up, but I know the rhythm to the song, so I can mm-hmm. keep it going, for mm-hmm. sure, if I knew this, yeah. if I had the lyrics in front of me after the first verse. Yeah. So, Laura, what's your go-to song? So mine's a Spanish song. <laughs> it's uh, Banda El Recodo Vas a, Llorar por, Vas a Llorar Por Mi. Oh, I love that song. That's yeah, like one of my favorites. Yeah, of course it is, Cap. Yeah, I'm sure you're do very you, familiar. Do you do the remix version or the original? <laughs> <laughs> do the original, dude. It's it's cool. Yeah. I like that song a lot. It's it's an amazing. It's, it's so, like, look, banda mm-hmm. is easy to sing, okay? Because when you're in karaoke and you're singing banda, probably everybody drunk, and they're <laughs> cheering you on. And it's like, it's just about... You know, when you're like, yeah, man, you're going to cry for me. You're going to want me back, but deuces. So it's just a good song. It's a really good song. That I sing it in the car almost every day when I'm on my way here. Well, that's good because then you're in practice so that when we all go karaoke one night, it's not oh, like. I will belt it. Okay. No, it. that one or yeah. um, another banda song, uh, Mientras Tu Jugabas. Oh, I like, love that oh, song. Yeah, of course you do, Cap. Of course you do. It's my second favorite. <laughs> but yeah, anything Banda, I think it's so easy to sing because you can belt it. Yeah. All right. Mm. See, I try and find something that I think is really in my range that I can really, really pull off that everybody would leave going, you know, he's a pretty good singer, actually. And that's the only reason I think I could f- try and fool you is because I'm going to sing a song from somebody that really wasn't See, a great singer. This is why I chose It Takes Two because it's not really singing. Yeah. You don't have rapping. to sing. 
Mm-hmm. You just have to have the rhythm to the flow of the words. Like you're yeah. not really singing. Yeah. Yeah. Like singing is a whole different deal. Like that you can be really bad at that. Yeah. It's kind of a right. cop out, isn't it? It's not a cop out. I mean, there's not a rap song that has melody to it necessarily when you're rapping it. So I no, mean, but like, so are you basically saying the whole hip hop? No, wait, wait, wait. Are you basically saying the whole hip hop genre is a cop out? No, no, no. I'm saying, but just, just <laughs> no, no. That's exactly what it sounds like you're saying. I kind of there's there's George melody to a lot of them. That one is just more of like a straight. It's a straight way. It's, it's, uh, doing karaoke, I feel like, is a little bit. If you're gonna do a rap song like that, that is a little bit of a cop out to me. You're not okay. So you're there you go. You've just you basically Ooh. completely dis, dis, like alienated an entire genre Ooh, of music Greg. from. Uh, is that oh, true? Please. Have you really, Greg? I'm gonna save you. This is my song. Since Cap don't know it, I know Thank it you. well. Ooh, you gotta sing that it. part right there. Oh, I was about to start singing. No lie. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Laura. Let's have a little. Let's go, girl. Panda. Hold up. Tú no vales mi llanto de haberte amado tanto. Estoy arrepentida. Yeah. That's all you're getting. Yeah. You let loose and you're like, you know what? Girl, I'm you should have told me you were the reincarnated version of Selena. <laughs> I would have, you know, found myself some record producers for you or something. I love to sing. I'm just not I good see. at it no more, but I love to sing. I see. Oh, man. Rolling the R's are probably the way that George likes to check up on and everything. <laughs> good job. Nice work. Very good job. I'm simple. Maybe I go with sh- Tom Petty. I'm, a- I'm easy. American Girl, Tom Petty, anybody can sing that song. So that's the one I'm going with. I, that You can't screw that one up. No chance. I'm pretty sure I, I mean, could. Yeah, I think you can. Really? I'm pretty sure I could. Yeah. Because I'm I mean, starting from some a very disadvantaged place. There's some notes that are not easy to hit if you don't know how to sing. Oh, I guess maybe I'm better than I know, I guess. Maybe I'm good. Maybe you should go so, on The Voice. Okay, maybe. S- see maybe. the chair starts turning. Yeah, maybe I should. Hi, I'm Scott. I'm 51. I'm a sports talk host in, in, in L.A. Um, and, uh, and I think I can sing American Girl. So, um, you know, need somebody to coach me up here. No, that's not the same uh, song, though. That's but, Tom Petty. This is not no, the same that's song. one back now. Oh. <laughs> to see if he actually knew the song. I was trying to see what he can do. I'm like, okay, the voice, you know, just go do it. Well, if Tom Petty showed up on the voice, they'd tell him he's terrible and he wouldn't make it past the the, the uh He definitely would not make it. Yeah. Definitely so. would not make it. Which isn't that big of a deal. But yeah, he wouldn't make it. <laughs> I'm trying to Let's think of where feud. this started. Can we play the feud? I'm yes, playing a game feud. literally in like three minutes. Oh. All right, then let's make it fast. Greg? <laughs> no, let's just break it. Would you rather? We'll do the feud later. He must all be right. texting somebody else. He's not even paying no, attention. No, I, I got it ready to go. It's whenever no, he, you know, he's too busy probably answering all the tweets from people being like, why you just completely eliminated hip-hop from uh, from karaoke? Greg, you're not living that one down. <laughs> I mean, Greg, I'm not going to win that yourself. one. I'll take an no, L. No. That's fine. You, no, you don't I'm have to take the L. You say, you say that hip-hop itself is is not you're not criticizing it because that's not karaoke. That's actually the performer performing the hip hop, but somebody right. performing a rap as a karaoke song that, that the integrity that is, is uh, it, it, you got to sing. That's that the whole point. That is ridiculous. Point. Not a sing. cop out at mm-hmm. all, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm just giving you some ideas on how to defend yourself, Greg. That's all. <laughs> I appreciate it, Cap. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We can break. Yeah, you're capping for him. So. It's my Hebrew. Yeah. All right. Would you rather? Next. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. I like the music that we have going into this. It takes two to make I wonder where he got that from. Go ahead, Greg. video games. It does feel that way. No, you know what it feels like? Do you remember the movie with Kurt Russell, Big Trouble in Little China? Mm-hmm. It feels like one of the like a like one music from like scenes. that movie. What's that? One of those right before the chase scene moments. Yes, exactly. Yes, or like that, like Big Trouble, Little China, or like Tango and Cash, or, or some one of those like '80s movies like that. Yeah. Yeah, I sort of hear the um, the scene in Revenge of the Nerds where they're putting on the the talent show. Oh, that's yeah. what I hear. Okay. Cheesy '80 movies. That '80s movies. All right, Sedano, Scotty Pippen is putting a new book out detailing his time playing with Michael Jordan. Apparently, oh he was very displeased with how, oh, with yeah. how he was I portrayed remember. in The Last Dance. Yep. So, yep. would you rather have a book written about you or a movie written about you? Ooh. Hmm. Huh. I'd rather my teammate fight for me to get paid, but that's a different question. Correct. Yeah. Much, much different question. <laughs> I, would, I would feel that way as well. My book will be one page. <laughs> yeah. uh, I guess if I, it was between a book and, and a movie, I feel like a movie because um, I, I feel like a book's got way too many details, man. You know what I mean? Like that, that, you know, depends on how that relationship is, right? Like you don't know what, what is in there, what could be fabricated. There could be a lot more things in there that could be damaging, perhaps, uh, depending on what your relationship was with somebody. Whereas a movie's got a, you know, a finite amount of uh, time, you know? I think I'd also go with a movie. Um, I feel like going forward from today, people aren't going to read books the way they once did, but they'll take in the same content by movie, which maybe we're already there. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm just looking into the future, like who's going to read books. Um, I don't know. I think I'd rather go with the movie. I think do the story on, in a movie. I think I would rather obviously have the book. <laughs> Okay. Surprise, 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 surprise. Here's the thing, right? Like, Watergate was when? Like, 70s? Almost 50 years ago now? Yeah. yeah. Right? No one goes back to the movie. All the president's <laughs> men, except me, right. They go to the book. Right. And it was a great movie. But Love when you movie. need a definitive source, people tend to still believe that books tend to be more well-researched and more truthful Whereas movies usually have a layer of creative sort of license. Right, with that's stories. why I'm doing movie, yeah. So a, a book would actually be truthful. Because we saw at The Last Dance, Michael's making stuff up left and right. Correct. <laughs> so, but if you get a well-researched book, it feels like it's more accurate. 
Okay. Fair enough. Laura? Thanks, Greg. Oh, Laura. Laura? Go ahead, sorry. 100% the movie, even though I love books, because Sedano's right. There's just a lot of things that I don't want people knowing. So you get the short version of my life. Right, because production costs would, would restrict us from having a six-hour movie. You can only do it in 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. So we're going to cut out all the stuff you don't want everybody to hear about. Exactly. Whereas in the book, it's all getting published. Mm-hmm. Not all. I mean, or unless you, like, if I'm writing my own book, mm-hmm. then it's different. But if someone's writing the book, then I feel like the movie should be done. I think the book, Pip Dorn's book, is a really good idea. Very good idea. Because I feel that people are not, let me back up. My sense is that the aspect of his predicament, which was essentially he signed a bad contract because of his family's poverty, um, doesn't get talked about enough. You know, it's like it's easy to sort of like go, oh, Mike says, you know, man, up, blah, 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 blah. And that's all fine and Danny. But the reality is this brother came from a small town, went to a small school, had an opportunity to make money. His family's broke. His father was in the hospital. He took the money. But then once they started rolling, the Bulls did not want to accommodate him like they should with a good, hardworking employee. And Mike just left him out to dry. So I really think a book would do him justice. So good on him for getting his story out there and telling the full story. Yeah, yeah. and especially now while it's hot. Because let's face it, if there is no Last Dance, there is no market for a Scottie Pippen tell-all kind of book. But now there is. So go tell it and get paid. Right. Next. All right, Cap. A man stayed awake for 264.4 hours, which comes nice. out to just just over 11 days as an experiment and was having hallucinations, slurred speech, and other side effects. Mm-hmm. He finally went to sleep, and after 14 hours straight, he felt fine when he woke up. Mm-hmm. So would you rather stay awake for 264 hours or 11 days or be stuck in a room with nothing but you and your thoughts for 264 days, but you are allowed to sleep? 264 days? Hours. Excuse me. Hours. Oh, 264 I was hours. like, damn, that's a big <laughs> difference. So 24 no, no. days. No, 11 days. 11, no, 11 days, days of either staying up or 11 days of basically isolation, but you can still sleep. I'll take isolation. Yes. I will take isolation. Uh, I will, I will yeah, get good sleep. I will, I'll do push-ups. I'll do sit-ups. I'll do some deep thinking. I'll meditate, or maybe I'll learn how to. Um, I will work on things. It's like, ooh, 11 days. But 11 days of no sleeping whatsoever? First, I don't think I could do it, and I know I wouldn't want to do it. I'm going isolation here. Uh, I'm going to go the same as well. I, 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 don't think, I, I don't think this is a very hard one, to be honest with you. Yeah, definitely isolation. All right, so that wasn't a very hard one. Let's move on to the next one. Uh, (laughs) Mason, Ireland. You didn't say that one out loud to yourself first. No, I mean, you know, sometimes I just try and find stories and think of things randomly. Do you think think beforehand, do you think, like, I think George is going to answer this way, LZ will answer this way, and Kaplan will answer this way. Do you have a a, a pre-prediction you do? And did you think all three of us would go with with isolation? No, no. I thought some people would want to stay. Like, I thought LZ would might want to stay awake. I don't know why. I just did. But... I was wrong. Those hours? Yeah. Oh man. You got you got like seventeen jobs. I figured you can get it all done. Yeah, I'm, that's that's the reason why I like isolation, so I can get all my jobs done. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, that's fair Gosh. too. All right. So, next one, uh, LZ. We'll start with you. Mason and Ireland do this bit. They just started called the Wheel of Questions. 
they spin a wheel and everyone has to answer the question. Today's question was, would you give up your best friend for $1 million? So to fit it into our game, would you rather have a million dollars or your best friend? Best friend. Come on, man. That's, that's even easier than the last one. <laughs> uh, some people want money. They were Some of them wanted the money. No, if, you, you see, if you're picking money, then that I mean, best friend is not who you think he is. I mean, money over is. friendship, period, right? Like, I don't care if they're your Well, like, no, if you're, th- if you're a third-tier friend, I'm taking the money. Right, but if it's your closest circle your of friends. Closest circle of friends, right. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, well, let's just hold on a second here. See? So, so it's a million dollars. Correct. For your best friend. Correct. Okay, that's not enough money, but. Let's let's get into some some dollars where we could actually really sacrifice our best friend for money. Five so what's million. What's the cost? Anybody selling out their best friend for five mil? Nope. Ten mil. Nope. No. Twenty-five million dollars. Nah, dog. I'm not I'm not trading in my inner circle for no money, man. Hundred million dollars. I mean, I don't need all those people in my circle. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> See, there's the always a number bucks, right a million dollars isn't enough to trade in your best friend you know now you talk a hundred million dollars he gotta go i mean you know you got me cap you got me <laughs> i'm actually going through my list right now in my head like going i mean we close and everything but am i giving you like a limb or like a body part probably not okay chop you're gone <laughs> yeah yeah the right price Everybody got a price, I think, Greg Bergman. Everybody does have a price. And, yeah, I'm not giving up anything from, from my friends either. All right, that'll do it for Would You Rather. I don't like the rest of my questions. So we'll, Wow, we'll do did we make we'll you subconscious there? What happened No, there? I just don't like them. I actually don't. I don't like one of them. I, I go through these with Laura sometimes, and she didn't really like one of them. And then this one I don't really like. So this is what happens. I make these games throughout the day. And then when I actually get to this point, I'm like, I don't like that question. And I skip around it. That's wait, why wait, I make wait, like wait. five or Did six. Did you of just them. say you asked Laura today about the game? No, I didn't ask her today about the game. Oh. No, I said sometimes I asked Laura about oh. the game. She didn't like one of the ones that I did, that oh. I have on my list. Which one didn't she like? I'm curious. Eh, it's just about a fight. So let's go to the next. Well, just lay it on us. Yeah, I mean, yeah we might, got, as might as well, well just say. I even I don't even remember what it was. Yeah. No. Anyway, so Charles Barkley took a shot at Skip Bayless the other day and said why? he would put Bayless in a full body cast. Bayless is a pretty strong guy, as we've talked about in the past. So hypothetically, and Man, not in real life, Man, yeah. Stop. This is why. Are you really trying to say this? If you're, are you trying to ask us if Skip Bayless could fight with Charles Barkley even at or, this stage of his life? Or no, are you going to no, ask no. us if we, was, would we rather fight Charles Barkley or Skip Bayless? Correct. That was the oh, one. I like oh, that. No, Skip Bayless like five foot seven, man. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like Charles, even at this stage of his life, he may be older and slower. But if he gets, if he gets you, you're in trouble. Have you I mean, met you, Charles Barkley, Greg? I, I have not met Charles Barkley. That man is no. huge. <laughs> right. He's only 6'4", but he like three bills. You know what I mean? Like, And he's got big hands. Big hands. And in a matter of seconds, we'll tell you that he will kick your ass if he doesn't like what you're – if you don't like – he doesn't like what you're saying to him. You know? So I, I think you have a much better chance against Skip Bayless. So I think, again, that's one of those things I think is rather obvious, you know? That look, I said to you, I don't like this question. Actually, Laura didn't like this question. Okay, that's fine. We just wanted to know if we didn't like it. I love the question. Did you guys like the question? Not really. (laughs) Exactly, right? Exactly. That's why I I I know you guys. I'm like, this is trash, Greg. Don't even do it. (laughs) That's why I didn't do it. But you did do it. 
Oh, because you forced me into it. Peer pressure. Uh, I, I, Peer I'll pressure. Put, I will put Skip Bayless in a headlock and a noogie. I mean, no problem. <laughs> Seriously. Now. All right, fair enough. All right, that's what you right. would you rather. So, uh, all right, coming up next, let's dive into a couple of things uh, in regards to what's going on with the, the basketballs. Uh, we've got a game tonight. Paul George said some thing that is going to make you mock him some more. Or maybe not. Maybe you finally buy it. I don't know if I do, but we'll find out if you do next. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So, Paul George said this thing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when he was at the free throw line the other day. They were chanting overrated or whatever, and they've been taunting him in Utah. Shocker. Something like that would happen in Utah. But uh, he said, actually, uh, he told the media, and our own our own Om Young Masuk has reported that Paul's like, bring it. He wants him to taunt him. That he, he feels like that that's just going to fuel him, that it's going to be something better for him. That's playoff basketball. It is, et cetera, et cetera. Now, look, most guys would say that, and I'd be like, yeah, I think there's a lot of dudes that play better when they're angry, right? Like, we've seen that. We, we've seen it. Kobe Bryant was one of those, right? Um, yeah. I, I think LeBron was not early in his career, but became one of those, right? Yeah. And, you know, I'm trying to think of other guys just kind of in that generation, right? Like, Carmelo was kind of like when, for the most part, like, if you know, if people were getting on him for something, you know, he could kind of tune it out and, and – he was an elite scorer, you know, back then. You know, D. Wade, those guys, all those guys, right? Like all those guys, like Allen Iverson, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and even if I went down a tier, right, to like, you know, guys like Chauncey Billups, right, who are like borderline Hall of Famers, Finals MVP, like that dude never got rattled, right? Like he was Mr. Cool, Calm, and Collected. You could say all the stuff you wanted. He just like, all right, I'm going to pop this three in your eye. Um, I... I I want to believe Paul George, LZ. I want to believe him. I just, I I am rarely the person that says I got to see it to believe it because I do feel like we're all human and eventually we enough is enough and we have a breaking point and all that jazz, but I, I, don't, I don't know. I just got to see it when I believe, I believe it when I see it with him, you know? You know my thoughts. They're, they're they come straight from the great Maya Angelou. God bless her soul. When someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. Yeah, believe them the first time. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that people can't grow or that people can't, you know, evolve. But there does mean that there is something basic about their core that is really locked in and might right. not be movable. Right. You might be able to learn to live with that or work with it, but it doesn't change it, if you know what I'm saying. Right. Paul George is a really talented player. He is very. Very yeah. talented player. I do not want him on my team. Right. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> I just don't. There's just way too much talk, man. He's just, just way, way too much chatter about who you are, about what you represent, about 
what you can do about like it's just way too much talk right because the truth of the matter is and people don't like to hear this but i'm gonna tell it lebron james didn't give himself the name it was bestowed to him it was and how did he get it bestowed to him because he earned it at 15 16 years old 13 years old he earned that name. Magic didn't call himself Magic. He was given that name. Mm-hmm. So if you're running around giving yourself all these different names and stuff, trying to find the right one to help you get the result that people think you should be having, it ain't the name, dog. Mm-hmm. Playoff P, way off P, angry P, whatever P you want to be. Right. It's all fine and dandy what you call yourself, but we're oh, going to wow. call you what we see. Whatever P you want to be. I mean, whatever P you want to be, but we're going to call you what it. we see. Ooh, look at that. That's an extra line, rhyme right there. Yeah. And you know, I'm hoping Kendrick listening in case he needs some backup. Yeah. yeah. Some writing. Yeah. Some lyrics. I mean, Kaplan, have you, can you think of someone who, quote unquote, for lack of a better phrase, had trouble in the bigger moments and just eventually had said, enough is enough? Like, can you, does, it, does something ring a bell? Well, you know, you, I, the, <laughs> what you started out with was, that he says, I like it. Like, bring it on. Right. The crowd is booing me. They're chanting things at me. They're yelling overrated. Bring it on. And mm-hmm. you started with, I want to believe that he feels that way, but I don't necessarily believe that he feels that way because his performance hasn't elevated through that. When you see LeBron in game two in Phoenix hit shots and the whole crowd, he's like got his hands up in the air and he's like, boom. And the crowd is freaking out. They're going crazy. But LeBron is feeding off of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't get that from Paul George. I get that he thinks that he lives for that moment. Mm-hmm. But his performances and his shooting percentages don't necessarily tell you that he lives for the moment. I think that's what you were getting at. Because like Barry Bonds used to say all the time, it's a, it's a sign of respect. Everywhere I go, they boo me. That's, that's them respecting me. Mm-hmm. I don't know that everybody has this healthy respect for Paul George when they're booing and saying underrated or overrated. Yeah, no, or overrated, right. Yeah, I, no, I, I agree. And it, it's, it, it, it is going to be a fascinating case study to see. Now, look, I, I think that, they could win this game. They got to win one of these games without Mike Conley on the floor, right? Like, I think that that's something that is kind of underrated in this series. I know it's the segment we do in the first hour, but the, you know, you got to, even at on the road, like they've proven they can win on the road. This is a little different hostile environment, although Dallas is not like a cup of coffee. You know what I mean? It's not, it's, it's not a walk in the park, but, but this team is better than that. And, Utah is compared to Dallas is what I was referring to. So I just feel like for them to be able to get past this round, which as LZ alluded to yesterday, as the callers uh, were, uh, were were not happy with him uh, and his commentary about the Clippers or a previous commentary, whatever it was. More like a um, recap of their history, but go on. Correct. To get past this particular round, you're going to need him, right? Like, I, 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 I'm I, not crazy to think, like, they're not talented enough to beat this Utah team unless he is at a performer 
in at least four games, right? Like yeah. four of the games that they also happen to win. He cannot continue to underachieve in this series. He's, and certainly can't shoot 25%. Like that's, you know, ridiculous. But he needs to be a at least a 45% guy playing good defense, hitting shots, getting you 25 a game, like in the games that they win. If he can't get you close to that, they can't win this series, even no matter how good Kawhi is. Yeah, they, they, they're going to have a, a hard time. Utah is a lot better than what people, I think, are giving them credit for. Sure. And I and I think a lot of that we talked about yesterday had to do simply with where the franchise is. Utah doesn't necessarily you know register with a lot of NBA fans in general. Mm-hmm. But then their style of play um, historically wasn't exciting. It was fundamentally sound, but it wasn't exciting in all those Sloan years. But this is a different squad. Mm-hmm. And they got one of them dudes in Donovan. Do. Yeah, he's good. And but they also have a couple of other sneaky them dudes. Mike Conley Jr. is one of them dudes. He's sneaky, sneaky because he hasn't been a multi-time All Star, mm-hmm. but he's just been rock solid, steady. And and by the way, even beyond that, like the, to your and you alluded to this the other day, they're deep. Like they are. That you know. <laughs> Bogdan Bogdan, Boyan Bogdanovich is like a really good player (laughs) like that. He's not like some, some, just some dude, you know? Um, And Joe Ingles is really good off the bench. He's legit. Jordan Clarkson is really good off the bench as a scorer, right? Like they've got Rudy Gobert is the defensive player of the year for the third time. Royce O'Neal even is a really good player coming off the bench. Like they've got players. So this Clippers team while they're top-heavy, is going to need, because they're top-heavy, and, and I know they've gotten good contributions from other guys, Terrence Mann, et cetera, et cetera, but they're going to need Paul George to carry his weight. If they if he can't do that, then they're going to be mired in another year of, oh, they didn't get past the second round. But, you know, I'm really enjoying this part of the postseason now that I've gotten – I haven't gotten over the Lakers' defeat, but I've – I've processed it enough so that I stop crying late at night. And mm. the thing that's exciting to me is all these young players stepping up now. Trey right. Young, Donovan, we just talked about. You know, we obviously we knew what Luca was doing, and he wasn't a sneaky one, but he seems to have gotten even better than last year. Right. During the postseason. I mean, there we had Ja Morant looking really fly when he bounced Steph out of the postseason. Right. Like, we're almost in a transitional period where LeBron and Steph, who one of those players have led their teams to the finals each of the past 10 seasons, neither one would now be there. So this is an opportunity for all of these young players to maybe begin to write their own history and begin to have their own legacy. And I, and I feel... That? that we are, while we're gravitating towards the names we know, we shouldn't overlook the names that we're just finding out because that's actually going to be the future of the league anyway. Gosh, I feel I, the exact opposite. I swear to you. And it's only okay, because- well, save it for the other side. Save it yeah. for the other side. Did anyone else hear that bird slash cat or whatever that was that just went over the air? A few I just minutes? assumed like- that was Cap's spirit animal. Oh. <laughs> it was my bald eagle, my yeah. raptor. Okay. Let, let, Cap, I know you feel the opposite. Let's do it on the other side plus what you need to know. Uh, We'll be back in a moment. Stick around, 710 ESPN.